Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. You are on Cruise Control. Welcome, everyone. I'm Fred Staub, and my co-host, Les Jackson, is right here. We are ready to take you on a ride around the automotive industry. Got a lot of stories going on. We are glad you're here because we've got a lot of information, don't we, Les? We do. We do. Uh, lots of new uh, new models. Yep. Lots of changes. Yep. Exactly. And uh, we're starting off with one of my favorites. It's the Genesis G90. The new version came out this week, and boy, it is luxurious. We're going to tell you all the details. Those are just great cars. Great cars. Anyway, in addition to that, we have pricing for the 2022 models from Acura and Mazda. Yep, we'll tell you about that, MDX and the MX-5. Uh, so if you're looking for one of those vehicles, we've got the details for you. And then we've got a big story about the average transaction price, which is pretty huge these days. Uh, I think people are, it's going to be a real eye-opener for some people. Yeah, you're going to have to take out a 30-year loan. Uh, just like your house. <laughs> yeah, it's getting like in Japan where they have 100-year mortgages. You never really pay it off. You just yeah. keep paying it. But uh, It's just amazing. And we're going to talk tech. Yeah. Uh, which uh, this time, you, how about if you want to change the color of your vehicle mm -hmm. with the push of a button? <laughs> you mean a spray uh, button it or not. on a spray can? Yeah. Believe it or not, uh, one manufacturer is going to show off a system that does that at the CES show. Uh, of course, you know they're going to call it the Chameleon. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool, though, that they'd be able to do that. Uh, and, of course, the CES show has become almost another automotive show. So yeah, we'll talk about that. And yeah. VW is keeping diesels alive. We're going to tell you. How they're doing it. You remember diesels were a tough, tough road Diesel. for... Uh, Dieselgate. Dieselgate. Yeah, it was a tough road for VW. Cost them billions of dollars. We'll talk about uh, that, though, how they're keeping them in their lineup. All that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control. That is the show you're listening to. And uh, we're glad you're here. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. Uh, when we come back, we're going to delve into that incredible G90, always one of my favorite cars. They've made it even better, uh, and uh, they have made it even more luxurious. So uh, Genesis, I think, my takeaway from them, you and I drove some of their product in 2021 it is one of the brands that's on fire and uh, this g90 
will just that's their flagship so that's going to be even yeah. even more luxurious and even a bigger story so we'll have all of that when we come back on cruise control your on-air automotive magazine stay tuned Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Les, why don't you take it? Well, the Genesis, the new Genesis G90, we both agree that Genesis is what a car ought to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just so well done, and every new one is just even better. Uh, they're expensive, but they're nowhere near as expensive as the German super luxury cars. Oh, yeah. But they're every bit as good, probably better. I would say this would be put up there with the S-Class from Mercedes. Oh, sure. But, sure. But it is easily forty or $50,000 less, wouldn't you say? Yep. Um, and and 10-year warranty. Yeah, 10-year warranty. Um, and what they've done on this, they, they've kind of brought it into line with all the other uh, SUVs, crossovers, and their other vehicles that with those slat-style lights kind of brought it into the family, the two-line head, headlights, as they call it, the new Crest Grille and updated the inside of the vehicle. I believe I drove a G90 not that long ago, the older version, and it was a classic big luxury car, wonderful to drive, different modes for the suspension. It could be floaty. It could be um, more stiff. And uh, I tell you. Did you find yourself, uh, every time we drive one of these, do you find yourself... Not wanting to get out of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, turning it back <laughs> to, to the manufacturer at the end of the uh, test period is heart-wrenching. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm not quite sure what this is, but the G90 uses newspaper crown wood and newspaper stripe wood. It, it uses a new method that minimizes its impact on the environment by reprocessing waste paper from daily life, including newspapers. Well. That's interesting. That's cool. Um, it will be available in a choice of 12 color options. Brand new color options include Holosun Green, Capri Blue, and Bariloche Brown. Valencia Gold and Maui Black. They're all exclusive colors to the G90. Uh, one thing I want to know, and I don't see it here because it was just released this week in Korea. Will they still have a V8 option? Because this vehicle did have a V8 option. Yeah. Um, I I don't think, think it's that... been announced. It probably, I think it will be like a the twin turbo V6, which was more than... Yeah. More than they're trying power. to get away from, yeah. Uh, but uh, it also has pop up tweeters located in the left and right sides uh, of the vehicle for even enhancing uh, more uh, sound experience. They call it a mood curator. <laughs> so, 
what a what a cool vehicle, huh? That is going to be absolutely one. I hope it's we just, get to drive in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I I just love them. Um, I, and and unlike real expensive other cars, you don't feel it's going to break down. No, and you are well protected, and uh, I think a lot of people have discovered what the whenever I have one in the driveway to review. Uh, neighbors come around, they say they like it, but they can't find Genesis dealers. That's what they said. They tell me yeah. they like it, they understand it, they know what it is, but they can't find dealers. And I've never really looked around here. Uh, not, I guess not every Hyundai dealer is a Genesis dealer, right? No, but uh, certainly there's one or two in every city. Yeah. I don't know. So, But that we'll be looking more at this Genesis G90, top of the line, just the beautiful interiors, the beautiful stitching, all the technology, uh, and everything's included in these vehicles, which is which is the neat, the neat thing. Of course, they've got a bigger display there too. Big displays. It's, that's something we've yeah. seen across the board, isn't it? It is, um, and beautifully integrated. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a couple of less expensive vehicles. Uh, let's talk about the Acura MDX, and we're, we're going to talk about that after the break when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Stay tuned. Plenty more to go on Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred here. We, uh, just before the break, said we were going to tell you about the new Acura MDX pricing. And uh, nothing's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no. it, those days are over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the MDX is terrific. I, I, again, Acura seems to be overlooked a lot uh, in the in the automotive world i don't know why um but the mdx is loaded um you, you buy one even even the base base <laughs> the uh the, the the lower priced model is is chock full of everything yeah that would be the mdx type s type s and there's everything everything in it uh, you don't need options. No, but you do get a three-liter turbo V6, 355 mm -hmm. horsepower, 354 pound-feet of torque. You get a 10-speed automatic, super handling all-wheel drive, yep. air suspension. Adap adaptive air suspension, which is terrific. Brembo front brakes, 21-inch wheels. And an Acura first, massaging seats with nine different modes. Mm -hmm. Ever have your However, massaging seat come on and you don't expect it? It's weird. <laughs> yeah, the list the list of things uh, is amazing. Yeah, but uh, it it does cost 
$66,000. Yes, that is for the MDX Type S uh, without the advance package. And mm-hmm. and that uh, is uh, 67745 with destination. Then if you want the advance package model, that's 72050 uh, advance package. Uh, let's see, what does it add? Uh, I think it adds upgraded trim. It adds things like acoustic laminated rear door glass, um, iconic drive ambient LED lighting, open pour wood, um, ultra plush floor mats and carpeting. You add that in that that tax on. Then you go from. 66700 up to 72050 and what surprises me and this we have not driven this vehicle of course it's just out but what surprises me is the fuel economy on both models both with the 3 liter turbo V6 there's two versions one's got uh 355 horsepower the other one has 290 horsepower uh on both versions, though, city seventeen, highway twenty-one combined nineteen. Not that's just not that's just not good in this day and age. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, good, honestly, good. it's. I I think, I think that would be a decision point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's kind of like mileage from ten years ago, maybe more. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. more. So, but that's the MDX. But over at Mazda. They have some MX-5 uh, numbers for us and some information on their 2022 model. Uh, And uh, MX-5 will return for 2022. Uh, There was some confusion that it was going to be not returning, which would have been Mm. a big problem for that. It has something new called the Kinematic Posture Control it's not posture for you, it's posture for the vehicle that provides the MX-5 with better stability when cornering. Although I don't think that was ever an issue for this vehicle. Certainly, I have taken these around racetracks at stupid speeds. Right. And and it's that, you know, it handles real well. Yeah. So the starting price... For the 2022 Mazda MX-5 Miata will come in at 27000 excluding the $1,015 charge for handling, which is high for this vehicle because it's a small vehicle. Mm. About 500 more than last year's model. Um, and it will continue to have the 2-liter naturally aspirated engine making 181 horsepower at 7,000 RPM and 151 torque at 4,000. And Mazda says the MX-5 will be offered primarily with a six-speed manual. But you can also get that's, a six-speed automatic as well. That's uh, still still a popular thing with the buyers. And I know you like to go for the hardest-riding car out there. You can mm-hmm. get the MX-5 Club with Brembo, brakes, uh, Recaro seats, Forged BBS wheels, heated Recaro yep. sports seats, gloss black sill, rear bumper skirt. Uh, that will start at 30800 
And then there's a model called the Brembo BBS at 30, for 35300 And the Grand Touring comes in at 32300 with a manual transmission. Automatic is only available in the GT, and that adds $300. Retractable hardtop is still in production, but only in the Brembo BBS and Grand Touring trim for an extra 2700 That's a great top. Yeah, they've done a nice job. It looks good on the vehicle. But it does add some weight, which is kind of critical in this car, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what a great, successful car. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, it certainly is uh, good to see that it is still around in the lineup uh, over at Mazda. Good, good deal. Good deal. Uh, we got a lot to go yet on this show. When we come back, we're going to talk about a painful story, Les. The average transaction price for new and used vehicles. Mm -hmm. Another big story of 2021. Used vehicles are up easily $10,000 per vehicle, aren't they? Yep. Depending on the vehicle. Um, And I think also those numbers include a lot more mileage on the clock. They're not discounting for extra mileage or whatever. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk tech about changing the color of your vehicle with a push of a button. It's technology that is here and will be at CES. We're not quite sure whether it means the whole car, panels on the car, whatever. We will find out, though, for sure. And then we're also going to talk about VW keeping diesels in their lineup and how they're doing it, uh, which uh, is very interesting when it comes to <laughs> VW, right. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, low key. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, very costly. And then we've got a story about how GT500s, four of them, were stolen right from the factory. And they didn't get it one piece at a time. They got it all pieces at one time. <laughs> they drove them out. We'll tell you, I'm sure Ford is not happy about that, and probably the head of security was called in on the carpet about that, don't you think? I would think so. Yeah. Uh, So uh, a lot coming up on Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can link over to our Facebook page or YouTube page. Check out the podcast and more. Go to cruisecontrolradio.com or just find us on the social media of your choice. Um, have you have you had anyone come to you and say, my, what's going on less with the prices when they go into a dealership or even a used car lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really pay attention now when I see dealership ads. Um, and now typically in print or on uh, TV, local dealerships, it says, you know, this... Uh, starting at such and such, and there's a little little squib that says current market conditions uh, dictate that the selling price is like three thousand more. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. D- dealer added value or dealer market adjustment. Market adjustment. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, we'll be right back on Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. Stay tuned, because plenty more coming up. 
We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. We're just settling down to a long winter snap. (laughs) 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 That's it. (laughs) Not really. We have um, many more, well, a number more automotive stories for you before we uh, before the hour's up oh yeah and uh, you know those that uh, wanted a mazda mdx5 we talked about it before the break still a good deal yeah well uh which, which is rare in the industry these days <laughs> exactly let's talk about this this has been a story we talked about a lot and you and i have counseled some people when they go in to buy a new vehicle this year, they are shocked because a, they might not be get able to get it. B the sticker prices are up and C mm-hmm. dealer added value. <laughs> and not that they're, they're adding value to their pocket, not added, to yours. Yes. Added ripoff. Uh, so here, of course, it has to do with everything. It's a shortage. I mean, the yeah. supply and demand, and uh, there are shortage of vehicles due to the chip shortage, due to many things. Kelly Blue Book is reporting the average new car transaction price is up 13% this year. The mm-hmm. average price of buying a vehicle all in for a non-luxury vehicle, 43144 Used wow. cars, wow! Since the pandemic began, used cars are up forty percent. We said this before the break. Used cars, I've I've just looked at some used cars, and they're up ten thousand dollars easily. Yeah, and they just keep going up. They just keep going up, and a lot of these cars are almost at a hundred thousand miles. So it's not like yeah. they're, Oh, well, this has only got 5,000 miles on it. It's not a good, it's not a smart buy. No, I tell people to wait. Don't you to buy? If you possibly can wait or, or throw money into what you've got. Yeah. It's still cheaper. Yeah. Well, the average price, they say one one of the number for the average transaction price, one of the reasons it's gone up is the fact that people don't want sedans. Cars are at 41,026 average transaction price, while SUVs are at 45,201. Vans, 46,523. Trucks, meaning pickup trucks, 54,462. <laughs> it is common to pay. Sixty-five, seventy-five thousand dollars for a Absolutely. pickup truck. Yeah. Remember when pickup trucks were rubber floor mat, stick shift, bench seat? You know, a truck yeah. that you threw crap in and drove around. Yep. Sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars. Even I, I even remember the base Silverado two, uh, you know, eight foot bed being like twenty-two thousand dollars, something like that, mm-hmm. on average. But no more. That that has gone away. Um, you just look at the average transaction prices, and Kelly Blue Book's broken it out a little bit. Uh, 
and the numbers that are up, I mean, uh, it, it's just huge. It, it it really is huge. It, it there's no way around it. There's there's no slicing it up across the board. These numbers are huge, and as we were talking about before the break, it is very common to pay over sticker. I, I mean, if you if you do it, even for cars that are not just a car, yeah, just a car. I still say my best advice is go in and buy a sedan. I want a sedan because but even so, I priced uh, Honda Accords last week. Great car. Uh, Twenty five thousand buys you a, a base Accord, nicely equipped. But at the dealers here around DC, uh, you can't buy it for that. You have to pay twenty eight to twenty nine. Wow, pure profit. Pure uh, profit, and the dealer fee, processing fee, which is nonsense. To fill out a, a paper, piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like saying. <laughs> yeah, so it's the old restocking fee. You buy something, or oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, such and such fee, fee to put it in, get it off the shelf is twenty dollars. Yeah, I, uh, I tell you, it's uh, it's a difficult time to buy cars, and. Some of you will have to buy a car because, A, you're, you need another car, B, uh, something happened to your car, whatever. But, man, it is – don't be shocked. Just listen to the show and go in there ready to have a completely different experience, ready to not be able to get what you want. I, I think I told you the story – we had a neighbor uh, that bought a new electric vehicle, a new Volkswagen electric vehicle. And uh, he was shopping around, couldn't find one. The dealer said, get down here immediately because the guy just uh, that ordered this uh, just canceled it. He said, if I didn't come, I think he was in the neighborhood. He said, if I didn't come over there right away, I would have lost it. It would have been gone hmm. within an hour. They're just not around. Um, well, this brings up a question. If you had a, uh, your car uh, um, and it's got 80,000 miles on it and you're sort of tired of it right now and uh, the, the transmission fails, ordinarily you'd say, oh, the heck with it. I'll just buy something get rid of new. It, buy a new one. Uh, wouldn't you replace the transmission now? Yeah. I think you would. Otherwise, you have to go in and realize you're going into a dealer. You're not going to be able to deal much. And you're to pay over MSRP for an average car, let's say, would just be too yeah. much pain to endure. <laughs> well, it, if you know, if you can get if you can put the money in and get another couple of years out of what you got. Maybe this will clear You'll up. You'll be much better off do you think two it, years from now. Do you think it will clear up when the chips, do you think they oh, will sure. drop these fees? Or will, sure. they, will they be trying to say, oh, that's going forward, you know. No, right because, now it's supply and demand. Because some dealers would always just drop it. Yeah. Uh, of course, one of the biggest stories is Kia Telluride. Those things, you go in there and they're asking way over MSRP, mm-hmm. they can't build enough of them. Um, and think of how frustrating this is for the manufacturers. 
you've got people like saying, please, I want one of these. Can I order one? Yeah. I'm ready to buy. And you're like, I can't, I can't do it. So, but there you have it. That's a big story of 2021, perhaps the biggest along with the chip shortage and the chip shortages directly uh, a cause of that story. So uh, let's talk some tech a little bit, a little bit brighter. CES is coming up. Consumer, it used to be Consumer Electronics Show. They don't even say that anymore because it's more <laughs> a car CES. show. Yeah, but it is uh, still officially the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, and uh, it is a major event, of course, for cars, computers, and gadgets. <laughs> According to Roadshow, BMW will unveil a new color-changing exterior technology. BMW says the new technology changes the exterior color of a vehicle with the touch of a button. So this is not special flip-flop paint that looks different in different lights. It's actually something you can change. They don't know whether it's just panels that are bolted onto the car or if it's the whole car itself, but it certainly is interesting. And I just thought of an interesting situation here, Les. So you register your car. They say, what color is it, right? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. red. Well, it's red if I push push the button this way. If, if it's blue when I push this way. What do you think what do you think's going to happen there? Well, uh if you're going to have to have a color of record. <laughs> I guess so. Whatever it was when the person looked at it, I guess initially, but uh I'm anxious to see this. I just don't think it's going to be that great. It may not be the whole car either. It may be side panels or yeah. trim or something like that. But who knows? We'll see. I think I think it's an interesting concept, though. Certainly an interesting concept. Uh, and uh, CES will be reporting on it heavily because there's a lot going on out there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, hey, this is interesting. Uh, going from the old vehicles, uh, from new vehicles to old vehicles, Haggerty released their bull market list of enthusiast cars and trucks that are poised to rise in value in 2022. So if you can't buy buy a new one, how about a really old one? They say, <laughs> they say the 1965 to 1970 Cadillac DeVille is one uh, and currently trading at about 28,800. We'll talk about some of the others on the list. That's one that's prone to rust. So <laughs> oh, yeah. you might have some fun there. So we'll talk about that when we come back on Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. Stay tuned. Plenty more to go. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson, we are here with you talking about Haggerty's list of uh, the bull market enthusiast cars that you should grab. Um, it, it is, I have never seen the list so wide in its range of vehicles. But what we told you about, one of the ones they liked to buy as a vehicle that will go up in value is a 65 to 70 Cadillac DeVille. I love those cars, uh, but man, they are 
rustoramas. Mm. They rust like crazy, and you better be ready for some metalworking, right? Well, plus everything falls apart inside. Yeah. Uh, no, not for me. Okay, so next on the list is a Ferrari 246 Dino. Uh, the buy-in is a little bit rougher at uh, $365,800. That's a bigger buy-in, isn't it? I have always loved those. Uh, I think they're the best looking. Mm -hmm. Then uh, let's see, Land Rover Defender, 83 to 97, $61,400. That's a lot of money too for that vehicle. Well, a lot of... Uh, a lot of devotees mm. of those. Uh, no. Uh, here's one that's possible. Uh, 1979 to 1985 Mazda RX-7. Very popular. Very good car. People love them. I'm going to go out on mm -hmm. a limb. I like the little bit later ones that were a little bit bigger. Yeah. The RX-7s uh, of the 90s. Yeah. I thought they looked I thought they had a really cool body shape. Yeah, me too. Uh and I thought they looked better than the original, but that's just me. <clears throat> uh, Mercedes 230SL buy-in is 80,500. Uh it they say this is the vehicle that sent sent Mercedes yep. down a new path. Uh, Those are nice cars for sure. Expensive to get parts though, I bet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mm Mechanical uh, fuel injection. Here's here's a obvious one. Pontiac GTO, um, one hundred thousand, yep. two hundred. Probably you better be very up on your knowledge of whether it's an original GTO or not, because uh, there are yep. a lot of Le Mans. Uh, I remember I had a friend that had a Le Mans uh, car, and he didn't think much of it. And it was mint, and he drove it in high school. Right, it was his father's car. Um, I forget what engine it had in it, but I thought this would make a great GTO clone at the time because it was really a perfect sure. car. I thought it had a nice interior. I thought, you know, hey, or just make it a, it would have just been a cool street car to have today. I would have liked it just the way it was. I don't remember yeah. what the engine was in it. I know everyone's like, LS, L, put an LS in it, put an LS in everything, put an LS in your, uh, you know, uh, lawnmower. <laughs> so, um, Porsche 968, $38,000. Not a bad buy-in, is it? No, not bad. Um, I like the looks of those. Now, now, now we're getting to the, uh, more interesting <laughs> things on the list. 1985 to 1995 Suzuki Samurai, 10,500 to buy in. I predicted when we were testing those years ago that they were going to be collectible. Interesting. Why is that? They're Why? cute. They're cute. Okay. They're cute and they were fun to drive. Okay. Tesla Roadster Sport. This is the original yeah. Lotus bodied car. There's actually, actually a guy on LinkedIn. I see him all the time. He His whole business is bringing these things back to back to life. Uh, so that's interesting. $97,100 to buy in. And the list for Haggerty's bull list, 1975 to 1993, Volvo 245. 
Very affordable, $15,800 to get into that. That's not bad, right? Yeah, but, you know, they're just sort of boxy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sturdy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the uh, Suzuki Samurai is the easiest one to get into. Uh, without probably probably you can get some cheap parts for that. I bet, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's their bull list. Interesting stuff. Something happened this week over at Ford, and I'm sure uh, somebody's going to hear about this because uh, it seems like over at Ford. Some GT500s, GT500 Mustangs, a very capable car. Um, I had a chance to drive this on the track. What a what a great car! Uh, they have, were stolen right from the factory, brand new GT500s from the Ford plant. According to Flat Rock Police, one of the four cars ended up crashing through a security gate. But no footage exists of the event. They targeted the Ford plant located at one international drive at approximately 10.50 p.m. on Sunday night. They used one of the GT500s to ram through a security gate. If I was going to pick a vehicle to ram through a gate, it wouldn't be a GT500. No. (laughs) Do a truck. You do a truck. Do an F650. How's that? That would probably work. Yeah. Um. And then uh, once the gate was open, the other three vehicles passed through. Uh, t- the two Mustangs that got away are said to be Belladonna black in color. One of the vehicles had heavy front damage, and and both cars were, I guess they found two of them, uh, uh, were found. One had fr- heavy front damage, and then the other one was just abandoned. But the other two got away. Of course, this is a cool car, 760 horsepower, 625 pound-feet of torque. Uh, I think that is a bad incident for Ford. They need to up their security, don't you think? Yep. They're on their way to Russia. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or that engine will find its way into something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Volkswagen. How are they keeping diesels alive? Well, of course, there was Dieselgate about faking emissions, qualifications, and things like that. But um, they're keeping diesels alive, especially in Europe, where they uh, can burn this paraffinic base, biological waste, vegetable oil, cooking oil, or sawdust, basically bio-diesel. And these will be able to, from the factory, burn those fuels and they think it's one way to keep diesels in their lineup. Cooler, uh, I mean cleaner, cleaner fuels, burning up waste fuels. Of course, both Porsche and Bentley are still actively pursuing synthetic fuel. People have been pursuing synthetic fuel since World War II, haven't they? Yeah, oh yeah. Um. Uh, let with about a minute left. Do you think one day we will see a completely clean uh, fuel that can be used in uh, the the few fuel fossil fuel vehicles that will exist? 
30 years in the future or perhaps classic cars. That well, well, it will be completely synthetic and everything <clears throat> dirty in it will be it will be uh, significantly it be, cleaner. Well, yeah, but it would have to be hydrogen and liquid oxygen. Yeah. And what would it cost per gallon? Who knows? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, of course, uh, a Porsche is doing uh, is is creating a plant uh, out in the middle of the desert somewhere. I, re- I think in South America. But hey, when we uh, we were glad that you've joined us for this ride. We appreciate you listening to Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the podcast, and all. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.